0: the witch doctor books out and we'll finish that up next month um the first session and do the amos (coughs) amos 13 the amos paradigm is the name of the book so i have those ordered and they will be on my door this week and so um now i know somebody just thought i'm gonna get mine early so i put your hand down i told you to get nothing early just be on time you know what i'm saying these these cute exotic ideas i felt you Praise the Lord. I'm in a good mood.
1: Amen.
0: (laughs) Y'all wouldn't know I was alive if you didn't get a little spanking here and there. So praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. All right. So on page 41 is where we're going to start. Amen. Father, we thank you for the ability to understand your word that comes to us from your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit dwells in us, teaching us, leading us, guiding us into all truth. Thank you for the spirit of truth that ministers your word to us. Not everybody has the privilege of knowing your truth. So we thank you, we bless you, we praise you, and we honor you. We lift you up and magnify you this day. And we thank you for bringing all things together for us in Jesus' name. Amen and praise God. Who needs a book? I have an extra one. This is not my underlined special copy, so you won't be cheating. All right, can do that. Amen. I just have the one, so everybody else either get a book, bring your own, or read with a neighbor. Don't go to sleep on them though, because they let you fall. I know they will. I know folks. <laughs> they let you fall. So anyway, on page 41, they're talking about demon language. And we've known for a long time that there were false tongues, amen, and false, there is a false manifestation really of everything that's real in God's kingdom. There are false healings. You want your healing from God because once you get it from him, he never takes it back, amen. He gives it and he gives it to you to stay and it'll hold up and it won't be removed from you At the whim of uh, somebody else who puts another curse out there. So you don't have to worry about that. But it's good to know these things because um, we need to understand how God moves, how he speaks, what the enemy would do to try and confuse us, confound us, and steal uh, the revelation that God has for us. And so it's always good to know how God moves. God always moves in righteousness and holiness. And we know when we've stepped out of righteousness and stepped over in the flesh, and all you have to do is step back in righteousness again, repent and get yourself in there, and God will speak to you. The reason sometimes Christians run into this kind of stuff is because they don't obey the rules and allow the blood of Jesus to do the cleansing work that it does to get you in the throne room in the presence of God. And so there is a difference. The presence is the difference. Uh, the, the church is the, the the body that has authority to govern for God in this earth. You'll find a lot of people that don't want to get under authority. Well, if you're not under authority, you're not going to get the pure, and you're not going to get the holy, and you're not going to get what God has. You'll get the mixture. And so it's real simple. All you have to do is humble yourself to God, obey him, and let him train your spirit to hear from him. Train your spirit to respond to only that which is pure and holy, just like he is. Learn to be governed by the inner witness. If you're governed by the inner witness of your Holy Spirit, you won't get trapped and in, in, uh, confounded in, in crazy things. Some people are so hungry for attention and so hungry for a word or, or be called out or something like that. And they're prime targets for false manifestations of the power of God. You know, just humble yourself and and put your petition before God. Let God speak to you. If he has a word for you, you know, he'll have somebody who can give you a word recognize you. You know, it's it's just real simple. This life is very simple. But people complicate it with their disorder. Hmm? They don't want to go to church and be under somebody who's called of God to minister. They don't want to give. They don't want to be obedient. You know, they want, they still have control over everything. And that's how people run the problems. There are sincere Christians out here who want the things of God, but they don't want the order of God. Well, I'm just going to park here for a minute because, you know, we got some disorderlies (laughs) in the kingdom. You know, everybody got disorderly conduct. The day you feel that, that whoever's over you in the Lord isn't capable of teaching you, leading you, and doesn't have anything that's worthwhile to you, you need to move on. I'm just saying that because you can't just run here and there and grab what you think you want and make it work in where God's called you to be. You know, people get messed up like that. You know, you see them, I see them on Facebook. They're arguing with people, grabbing a word here, grabbing a word there. They're just disorderly. And so if, if if I get to the place where I can't hear from God and help you, move on. And I don't, you y'all know I don't kick nobody out of nowhere and I don't say that often. But I'd rather see you go somewhere where you feel you fit and when you move, go stay. You understand, don't be hopping and jumping around and doing all this crazy stuff and thinking you know what's best for you and you get involved in something that's error for your spirit and it won't cause you to grow and it won't cause you to prosper and it won't cause you to do what you feel God wants you to do. Listen, I get bored waiting on the move of God, too. You understand me? We're all bored a little bit. It comes with the territory. It's like, you know, if you want to get married, trust me, honey, you're going to look at your husband one day and be bored. You like that?
1: I mean, it gets boring.
0: Is that a shock to you? It's the truth. But in your borings, go get a new recipe, go buy a new dress, go do something to liven it up again. You got me, Miss Crystal? That's how to survive. But don't get so bored you start looking for strange food. Don't get that bored. Uh You know, go buy him a toupee, get him a you know, get him a treadmill or something. But you know what I'm saying? Let's keep working at it. We keep working. You know. I found out most times you're not waiting on anything, and God, He's waiting for you to accept and receive what you're already, what He's already feeding you, and get the fullness of that, huh? The Bible, is, the epistles are full of warnings to Christians about itching ears. You know, you want to hear something new, you want to hear something trendy, huh? It's true. You get stuck down a road somewhere, and somebody has to go tow you out of there. Y'all know about running out of toes, don't you?
1: Because
0: you don't do regular maintenance. <laughs> if you change the oil <laughs> regularly, you wouldn't need half the toes you get. Huh? Buy some tires instead of letting them run down to rubber bands. You know, you wouldn't need so many. I want to get to this little book here. but Do a little maintenance, a little housekeeping, a little cleaning up, you know. Got to do it. Got to do it. Because what God wants to do with his people will blow your mind that he chose you to do such things. And this is why I warn you. Don't get stupid. Don't get cute. Don't get exotic. You know. Don't find your... True love in Africa somewhere, and you got to. He ain't there, okay? Just let me show y'all right now. He ain't really he ain't there. <laughs> he ain't in Russia either, you know? You don't need a mail order or nothing to come here to. Just hold on, God's a coming, amen? He's coming for his bride. So, page 41. We're on the demon language. Yeah, we're on the demon language now if you go to Acts chapter 2 verse 1 uh, I'm sorry yeah I, I'll start there and I'll tell you what the real is first we'll lay down a foundation in the real when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. This suddenly is real important because it lets you know if you didn't get there on time, you'd miss it. Woo, is quiet. <laughs>
1: That's
0: pretty cool, God. It says suddenly. Now, if, if y'all don't believe that, if you flip over a couple more chapters, it'll show you the penalty for getting to church late. Oh, Lord, let me see. What do I do? I'm, I'm going to go over here and talk to, talk to this cooler in the corner. Hey, some people think it's cute and exotic to start showing up late all the time. they start making a habit of it you know why people do that if you don't correct yourself in god you wind up arguing mentally with the holy ghost So a little argument you say but see the reason i do this is because you say you just arguing with the holy ghost and you won't win that one so you get stuck down that road You get stuck down there. That's why people do that. And they can't somehow be wrong, turn around, get it right, and start doing what they know is the right thing to do. You argue with the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is pure. How are you going to argue with something that's pure, with a voice that's pure and holy? So you get stuck there just in that argument. You talk to some people and they keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. That's how people get stuck in, in unforgiveness. They just have a mantra. You don't know what they did to me. They did something. And when they... arguing with the Holy Ghost. Instead of forgiving, repenting, coming out of it, you know, just come clean. You know, do the perp walk, whatever you got to do. You understand what I'm saying? Just get yourself arrested. One good time, get it straightened out. Let's move on. Don't get stuck there. Get stuck in them shenanigans and nonsense. That was free. One person received it. That's hallelujah. I received it myself. Mhm. You we'll get all kind of crazy ideas and think it's okay. You, you just can't do that kind of stuff. God's a god about order. Sapphire was messing around, getting her hair and her nails done all in one appointment you can't get all that done come on now you get all that done my goodness you need to take a day off know, right. and she had been to church on time that was one day the girl should have got to church on time she'd have seen her husband lie and drop dead and all she is listen I, <laughs> I ain't going with him but see they both conspired to lie to the holy ghost and suddenly he dropped dead if she'd been there with him Instead of saying, put me one more give me that French you gave uh you gave what? <laughs> uh? Give me that French I like now take that off. Give me another you know sir? Well whatever else you might be doing that keeps you from getting to church on time it's just as silly. Get to God's house on time. You you understand what get, if you don't do anything you give Caesar more respect sometimes you give God. And pretty soon you'll be disrespecting Caesar. You get fired. And then you're back in the house of God. Why? I don't know why they let me. I do. Huh? No, why they? They just don't like me because I'm a Christian. Oh, please. (laughs) I'm on fire for God. I burn everything up when I get to work late. Huh? <laughs> Woo! Okay. So we got that straightened out. Suddenly, if you miss the suddenly, you'll miss him. How many years ago did we get that prophecy about the revival not being televised? It's going to be live me? <laughs> it's going to be so live. If you ain't there, you're going to miss it. You understand? You know why it's going to be live? Because it's going to be coming out of us. You'll be doing the revival. It's not going to be them people on television. Are you kidding me? That pablum and oatmeal that they strained, oatmeal they serving people on there. They only put salt in it. That's pretty good. Salt as if we are the. Chuck got it. Wake up and testify, Chuck. No, that's the letter. But you know what I'm saying. Revival's going to come out of us. You go back and give a testimony and people going to wish they was you. This is what they did at Azusa Street. That thing was fueled mostly by covetous personal jealousy for the anointing than anything else. People would receive it, go out and demonstrate it, and come back and tell people about it. And boom, fire would break out on each individual person. So this is nothing. You're gonna be able to sit in front of the TV and watch it and feel like you're there. You're gonna to have to participate this time. You'll have to. Some of you who never. Share Christ with anybody except trying to argue with people. You're going to stop that. You're going to know the difference between a religious spirit and the Holy Spirit. Some people for the first time in their lives. Because there are many denominations that try to win people over with mental argument and mental debate. They're going to start to get into a flow of the Spirit of God where their words will be like they were in the book of Acts. People cannot Overpower their words. They couldn't argue against their words. They couldn't resist. Huh? For the first time, we'll be the irresistible people on the earth. Huh? It's coming. You stay tight with God. It's coming. There's no time to get any kind of crazy ideas or, you know, want to blow up and you know that kind of stuff people keep trying to do god's going to have his day man it's going to be a glorious day so the day of pentecost came fully suddenly (laughs) for everybody who was there got it there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind that filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. Man, you couldn't get that on TV and, and get people to receive it for nothing. You just had to be there in order for that to be real to you. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. It says here, as the Spirit gave them utterance. So it has to be as the Holy Spirit gives utterance that this, is, this language is of God. And so you see here, it's not given by the Holy Spirit, this language, on page 41. And he says here uh, in, on verse, uh, paragraph 1, to 3, he says, I have known of spirits to impart such power and intelligence to witch doctors that they were able to speak in a language they had never learned. So these people gave themselves over. To these spirits in such a way that the spirits spoke through them. He says, I've heard several languages in the spiritist meetings, Japanese, German, French, Spanish, and English. Now, this is the difference. It was always for some person present who spoke that language, a message from the spirits to him. So it was a personal message From a demon to a person who spoke that language. But look what it says here in the book of Acts. It says they spoke in other tongues as a spirit gave them utterance. That's verse four. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem, devout men, Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. So these people came from different places that spoke different languages Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? How do we hear every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? And he lists them and he says, We do hear them speak in our tongues. What were they talking about? The wonderful works of God. It was not a personal message to another person that understood that language. So number one, it was a Holy Spirit giving utterance as only he speaks. It was spoken. Those people understood it, but it was not a personal message to anybody there. They were magnifying God and praising God in tongues. You got me? So there are three differences there that you will know. The other one is the witness in your spirit. The inner witness in your spirit that it is the Holy Spirit giving utterance. When you get an inner witness, you get a peace about things. However God witnesses to your spirit that what you're hearing is okay, that's what's going to manifest for you. And so we go by the inner witness. We go by the word of God, the pattern set up in the word of God. You don't listen to a personal message for you. It will be a message that magnifies God. Uh, When we do tongues and interpretation, it's not a literal interpretation. It is what they call a transliteration, which means it's a full disclosure of the mind of the spirit in that little one phrase. So it's never a literal word-for-word translation that we get when we interpret tongues. Well, write that down because people don't know. See, you, you might start out in tongues, and it'll it starts out with maybe like three or four sentences, and the message goes on for 15 minutes, and so it's it's a transliteration. It's not really a translation that we get. It's an interpretation, amen. And it takes a spiritual gift to interpret that would do that. So he says here. They were able and they got a personal message from that spirit to him. He says the devil would take the throat of a ter- terrario and speak words he had never heard or did not know what he had said. Now, that happens with us when we pray in the spirit and we speak to God. You don't have to know what you're saying in order to get through to God. When you pray in tongues, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, You pray in your heavenly language, the language that the Holy Ghost speaks, and the Holy Ghost speaks through you to God on your behalf or on behalf of somebody else that you may be praying for. It's a mystery. Sometimes God will let you get an interpretation if you ask for one. But most times when you pray in tongues, you don't even think to ask for it. You know what that's for. You have a peace about what you're doing. So you don't have to know. You know, um, I know in the old churches where they weren't spirit-filled, they tell you, um, uh, I need to know what you're saying and all that kind of stuff. No, you need your own language from heaven. That's what you need so you can know how to speak to God for yourself. And so that's why we have tongues and interpretation is the equivalent of prophecy. Uh, many times when people are used that way, they can tell a difference when that type of tongue is being uh, produced through them. It's it's a different uh, thrust. It's a different uh, volume. It's, there's a witness that this is for interpretation, and you ask for it or you wait for it, and God gives it to you. So these, But these were personal messages from the spirit world to the person who was seeking the knowledge, and it came in his own language. It became a sign then to them that it was a spirit speaking to them, and they perked up and listened, I guess. Arlindo's brother was killed by an evil spirit. People who turn themselves completely over to the devil make dangerous overtures. It was my understanding that oftentimes people are killed during rituals of witchcraft. I pointedly asked Arlindo if this were true. He assured me it was true and for several reasons. Sometimes one man works against another in hatred through the witch doctor. Now, this is very common. People who lack power are always looking for power so that they can make life easier for them, themselves. They can uh, make their way through difficulty, all of that. They are looking for power and they look outside Uh, into the realm of the supernatural for this power. Arlindo's own brother was killed by a curse when he was only six years old, six years of age. I asked Arlindo if he himself had ever been near death and he replied, not once, but many times. Once I was offering a gift to the mother of the sea while in a trance I walked into the deep waters of the bay and if another witch doctor had not called me back by human power underline human power because even a witch doctor who's given over to demonic power by his will of human power can resist the devil you got me so the devil's not as powerful as he tries to make himself out to be we just don't practice what we know to do you know i see people get involved with people that that you know uh, people who aren't aren't really submitted to God and don't really love God, you know, will will find people who are like borderline. You know, they can go either way. And they'll start to seduce them over onto their side and wind up in your life permanently. You'll wind up with their kids, their in-laws, their outlaws, everybody, because you refuse to resist the devil. Well, if a witch doctor... Can call him back and save his life. And they're both submitted to these evil powers. What's wrong with the Christian? Who can say you ain't my wife. Get up out of here. I don't care if you got half your clothes off. Get up and go home. And that's for everybody here. You understand what I'm saying? Because this is wrong to think that. And see Christians will go through their lives considering that they're weak. Thinking they have no power. Don't what God will never use me because look at what I did. I can't even say no to this and I can't. say Yes, you can. You can say no to any devil can say no to 10 of them. You don't have to give in to the devil's pressure. You know, the devil's wicked. You know what they do? You know, when when little kids are small, they'll start to isolate you and pick at you. Mm -hmm. And then one day, all of a sudden, they want to be your friend just to manipulate you and jerk you around. Don't give in to that kind of manipulation. You know, young people, small children, there's nobody you love enough to make them flip you around like that. And don't you do that to anybody. It's just wrong. You don't treat people wrong and isolate them, make them feel insecure and insignificant, and then all of a sudden you want to be their friend and, you know, that kind of nonsense. Don't do that to people. Love everybody. That's why Jesus tells us a command. You've got to Love everybody. You don't play anybody who you think you are. And so we can keep ourselves free of that kind of nonsense manipulation and witchcraft and all those dark powers. You know, you don't need that. All you need is a good, clean relationship with God. He'll bring the right people into your life, and they'll be a blessing to you. They'll be good for you. You'll have good friends. You'll have faithful friends. You'll have longtime friends. Because God will put the right people in your life. You understand what I'm saying? You don't have to do all that stuff to be popular and, and be known and all that kind of thing. So so God will do that for you. He'll do that for us. Just stay clean. Stay holy. Keep it, keep it right. Keep your heart right. Keep it pure. Love people. Respect people. You know, if you can help them, help them. Bless them. Pray for them. Do all of those things to bless a person's life. And you don't have to do all the nonsense. No, and keep a good good mentality about yourself. Understand God loves you. You're a blessing to people. He put you here to be. Listen, I am your biggest blessing and you are mine. You understand that? We are a blessing to one another. We can make it. We can do more than survive. We can walk victorious through this life. But we got to know, we got to know who we are, what we got, whose we are, what we're called to do and be consistently about doing that. Just do it consistently. Don't let your mind wander onto nonsense. Don't get involved in other people's shenanigans. I mean, you love them and all that, but they're a little nutty sometimes. You know, they don't know who they are, where they're going. They're going to try to flip you around. And wind you around their finger. Tell them go someplace else. You ain't for that. (laughs) You're here to be a blessing to them. And get that stuff straightened out. So anyway, he said that this man was able to call him back by human power. Or he would have perished in the waters. So that's one devil that didn't get to kill him and drown him. Listen, devils are really a little fanatical about Their mission, they got one mission, steal, kill, destroy. If the devil could have killed you, he would have killed you a long time ago. Long time ago. He'd have got you before you even got born, got saved. He was gunning for you all along. You understand? If he could have done it, he would have. So don't be scared of him killing you. You will live out the length of your days. You understand me? God has planned a certain life for you, length of days. If you'll obey him, you'll start enjoying it and just go along for the ride. You understand? You can do that. We can do that as believers. But he—he, he, if the devil gets you close to death, he'll just go ahead and kill you because he likes it that much. You understand me? Even though this man was working for the devil, he'd have killed him if that other guy hadn't. Caught wind of and called him it because they are so bloodthirsty and they are so anxious to kill. That's their one thing in their mind is they want to kill. And the only thing that stops them sometimes is other demons that have authority over them and make them just continue to use you if they can use you. Devils are assigned to do certain things, they're more obedient than most of us. You know, spirit beings, they kind of have a one track. They're rev- very military and regimental in the way that they operate. Like lust spirits only want to get you involved in lust all the time. You know, that's they're one-dimensional. Murder spirits, they like to kill people. That's one-dimensional. You got me? That's all they're assigned to do. Well, can I kill this one? Okay, let me go for it. No, stop. Aw. That's how they operate. Huh? Right. That's it. Job made a covenant with his eyes. He didn't let his eyes wander wow. and look at anybody other than his wife. He said that. He said, I made a covenant with my eyes. <laughs> That's pretty cool, Job. Huh? That I would not look on <laughs> Woo! I bet his wife caught him and popped him upside his head a couple of times. He said, I think I'll make a covenant with my eyes. <laughs> That's to convince her. Oh, you guys, you know, have a good laugh about it, whatever. You know it's right. Right. You know it's true. Me and Pastor Shirley, before we were saved, we caught our husbands out on the porch. They wore shades all the time, so you didn't know what they was doing. So we were standing in her living room behind the screen door. You remember that? And they were sitting out there looking. We said, So we saw them both lift their shades up, and look at some girls came walking by, half our age. I said, yo, scoundrel, I hope your eyeballs fall out. We cursed them with everything we had. <laughs> they didn't do it no more, not for us. They didn't take no chances. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. Glory. Got to use what you got, girls. You don't have much, you got to use <laughs> whatever. But anyway, we didn't let that one go by. Yeah, so anyway. So Arlindo's brother was killed by a curse when he was only six years old. He would have died too in a trance. He mentioned that several times in trances he came close to death. Woke up in places he didn't know how he got there. He would be cut and bruised and all kinds of things. Says on another occasion I came out of a trance and discovered a dagger all the way through my leg. I had pierced myself while in a trance. The spirit told me to pour corn liquor and cigar ashes on the wound and warned me that if I went to a doctor, I would surely die. Now, think about what that does. Well, number one, alcohol makes, not only cleanses the wound, but it also what they call cauterizes the raw tissue which means it starts to heal on its own and it leaves a scar. Big scar. The ashes also cause the the scar to increase in scar tissue so what that is is a covenant thing that's the same thing that we they that the uh uh tribal people do when they cut their wrists and they pour ashes into it to make it a standout scar so that anybody can see that and know what tribe they belong to so what the devil's doing with him is saying you make a covenant with me You make a symbol, a sign in your body. There's a scar, permanent scar in your body that tells me you belong to me. You'll see that throughout witchcraft, folks. Adopting certain, when they drink blood and drink each other's blood. Y'all pray for Brad Pitt
1: (laughs) and his crazy
0: wife. Because if she drank her last blood, husband's blood, what's she going to do with this when she got it? I mean, you know, he's treading on... Uh, kind of thin ice there you know you don't play around with people like that because you don't know who they've been talking to that told them to do those things and what they've been promised if they do them he told him if he went to a doctor he would surely die he didn't go and he lived you got me Spiritism and demon worship endangers the lives and health of its devotees. While in Brazil, I learned that demon worship is making mental wreckage of segments of society. We know that from Jesus' dealing with the the, uh, Gadarene demoniac when he went to talk with him. He was mentally ill because of demon possession. And he says, It says in more than than 24 years, this doctor that he's taught, he refers to this doctor several times through this book. The medical authority and psychiatrist declared that the major cause of mental illness is spiritism. In more than 24 years of my work as a clinical psychiatrist, I've observed innumerable cases of mentally disturbed people as a result of active participation in spiritist meetings. It is one of the most pernicious practices and should be combated with every means available because of its danger to public health and its contribution to the total ruin of many homes. The law is loose and gives these people fantastic liberty which can ruin a nation so involved. So if you have witchcraft and and people in high places in society and in government consulting witches, You've got demonic power governing over. That's why our our greatest safeguard in this nation is that little phrase in God we trust. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. As long as we help hold that high and we put it on the money and put it on everything we can put it on, we know that God covers this nation. And it is, it's established so that God can have a hand in governing people. You don't want people to be governed without God. There's nobody I trust to come out from under God and do anything for me, not with any kind of authority, you understand me. you want whoever ministers to you to be under god 's authority you want if you have to go to a doctor, you know you got to be able to you know pray and get them you know get your okay from God, you yeah, have this one I can use him, you know what I'm saying, whatever you know how y'all work that out, but you you need to make sure. That God can can minister through anybody that has anything to do with your life, your children's life, your anything like that. You don't want anything for your kids, especially in the realm of of knowledge and teaching and learning. You don't want them to be fed anything that's not consistent with God's word. And if you find out they're getting it, you tell them, you know what, Uh, we don't believe that here. Just leave that over there. And they're getting worse and worse. They're getting worse. We've got so many people who actually work around the successful people. Now, if you watch it in this country, in this society here in America, many of the people who are successful are doing it outside of what we call the traditional system. And I'm not telling anybody drop out of school or nothing. But if you're in there, do your time, hurry up and get out and keep God and go get your job. Make sure that paper is getting you somewhere. Somebody honors it and will give you. That little rapper, who is this, Nazir or Naz or whatever, his daddy told, uh, I guess him. the mother and dad didn't get along real good when they were growing up. And they grew up in Brooklyn. Is, where are they? Queens. And so they it, it, the daddy went to the school one day and talked to the teachers. And he says he said, I thought about it for a real long time, he said. And I finally told my boys, he said, don't go to that school no more. They were like 12 and 13. He said, go find you a job. He said, because what those people think of you and what they believe you will become is not what I have taught you all of your life. He had a library. They, those kids are well-read in everything, more than kids in school. So this Nas character goes up to Harvard. Now they're begging him for money. He's paid for a chair for for uh, urban urban music people in Harvard's music school, their prestigious music school. He's endowed a chair up there. They're begging him for his money, and he couldn't even get in there. He didn't even qualify to go. But now he's, see, this is what happens when you value yourself and you understand what God has placed in you. You won't let the devil feed you nonsense and nothing. You won't do it. Rush Limbaugh said that he, now he has the, the highest rated, he's highest paid, that man got more, he could pay for his house and money. Very successful. Many people don't like conservative talk people, but I listen to him. got good sense. Got more sense than some of them other people on there. But he said that he comes from a household of lawyers, preachers, and people who are highly educated. He said, I knew from the time I was nine years old that I wanted to do what I'm doing now. He said, and I fought my family for them not to make me go to college. He said, I've got enough energy. I've got enough whatever it takes. He just saw a vision of what he was supposed to be, and there was a road before him, and he followed that road. There are more people doing that now than you can imagine. There are more people who are discouraged with tradition systems, and that includes the church too, folks. They're, They're fed up with the status quo and what's being fed to them because it does not take into account who they are, what they possess, what they could be. It's not tailor-made to them, for them anymore. Formal education is really made to socialize people. It's not really made to, you know, if you, if you are intelligent, you know, they might put you in a special class and they might not. They might put you, call you autistic and give you pills. Because they don't know how to measure intelligence. They don't know how to, they don't know what they're doing and they already got taxpayers money so they don't know how to back up and say they don't know what they're doing. So that's why you gotta pray. And you gotta raise up your children the way God says they're to go. Don't make thugs out of them and don't make renegades out of them. You know, it's just fortunate that this man's children turned out as well as they did. But some people don't. Many people need the structure and the discipline of education. I'm not saying that's the answer for everybody, but I am saying this. We put oftentimes way too much trust. You know, school gets to be a babysitter for your kids. You can drop them off, and you don't have to be bothered with them for eight hours. And many care, parents don't care what they teach and what they tell them and nothing. You see some of the so-called sex education. They're giving it to kids when they're, they're younger than, than Jasmine. nonsense people are deranged they're demonized and if they have authority you got to fight your way through these things you got to pray your way through them you got to humble yourself parents i mean seriously and and fight for the best for your children before the throne of god you got to get there first find out what god says about your children find out what they're supposed to do for him and, and ask God to open doors, the right doors for them to get from point A to point B without the devil devouring them. That's what you want. And you've got to do that. God will see to it that your children are well-educated, you know, whatever that means. They have to have a good mind. Sometimes they'll, they'll get in a classroom with kids and nothing but demonized, nothing but demonized. And you gotta know to, to teach them right from wrong, teach them to love those children and teach them to treat them right, but don't let them influence you. Huh? We don't, we don't do that here. You don't go over there and stay for hours and the mother's gotta live in boyfriend. Or she gotta live out boyfriend. You don't know where they are from day to day. You don't, we don't live like that. We don't condone that. You love that child, but they're not your responsibility to go over there and try to do that. Our loved ones, our children, anybody like that under the authority of the enemy. Pray daily about your children. Ask God the best way to teach them to be what He wants them to be. He's got a plan for them, He's got a plan for you too. Go to Him. If you've got difficulties and struggles, go to God. He knows, He gives, listen, He gives every parent wisdom in how to raise the children that He gave you. You don't have to be hauling them off to a psychiatrist and psychiatry. You get yourself evaluated if you want to do anything. Don't be putting your kids up on that. You need it. The truth is told. (laughs) Dig yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Don't be throwing that on the kid. Now, It makes me mad when I see that. They want to haul the kid off. to. He's a behavior problem. No, you don't talk to God enough about it. That's the problem and do what god tells you to do got to do those things folks you know this is not a contest to see who does the best parenting forget about who's sitting next to you man you got to take care of your own beeswax up in here it's tough enough you focusing on you god is for you if he gives every parent children i mean you don't have to do much to qualify to be a parent you understand what I'm saying? He must have a way to get through to the thickest of us, the dumbest of us, the craziest of us. The... Come on now. And then when somebody said, your child is so nice. What do you, girl? Is just the, the mercy of God. I don't know how we work this out. But God bless me to, to be able to do the right thing thus far. Keep praying for me because we got a long way to go here. Keep going. Keep your keep your head in God's book, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so anyway, the, the so this this uh, devil makes Arlindo do a covenant ritual with him, with this wound he has. Told him if he didn't do it, he would die. Probably was true. So he did it. He didn't die. He lived. Spiritism and demon worship endangers inj- the lives of health and its devil the health of his devotees. We said that. It says, drop down to, it says, I asked Arlindo why people were so attracted to spiritism. This is the other thing. Exactly what was it that the devils claimed they could do for people? Devils make promises just like God does. They copy everything in God and that lets them know what people need and what people are looking for. So they get a good read on all of us. They know what we, we need because they know what problems they cause us in life. So that's the easy part for them. And they promise us those things. says they claim to make promotions possible at work. Claim to bring prestige. See, that's why, you know, the Bible talks about the deceitfulness of riches. Don't ever put riches before God. Serve God first and then riches will be easy. You know, you get your hands full serving God, you won't notice how much money you have, don't have, how much you need, don't need. You know, you won't have time to notice those things. Because you're focused on serving God. It's true. He says they claim to bring prestige and riches to the ones they possess. They promise more than they can deliver. Remember that. The devil's a liar. He's broke. He's stupid. He don't have no money. He doesn't know how to keep money. You watch the people who get a lot of it fast. A million devils show up and tell them to do 15 different things with it at one time. Well, watch yourself on payday. You don't have to go that far. Roll over, play dead, jump, hoop, whatever. Huh? We get depressed when the money's gone. Then we start getting excited the closer it gets to payday. We need to stay excited about God all the time. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Don't get in that trap, folks. It's, you know, before you know it, it's all gone. You've been See, this is the trap you You get broke, and then you're mad get in boredom, you sit you think of all the things you're gonna do Ooh, when I get paid, I'm gonna get there and the list gets longer and longer and longer and longer and longer, much longer than your paycheck, huh? Your ends is short, and your list is long, huh So you run out and you go spend it all, mostly people just go through the drive through somewhere. I mean that's like the biggest Come on now. I'm gonna run me up a ten dollar tab at McDonald's. I'm gonna break the bank. Huh? True. Well see, we can't go to bars anymore and get drunk, you know, like we used to do. We all we only can we get drunk on a milkshake or happy meal. Or... Right. Sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get me some of that hard Mike's hard ice. What is that? Boxing Mike's hard cider. Whatever the hell. Uh, ain't gonna get nothing. Just go somewhere, sit out, take God's tenth off the top, eleven if you can work it. Keep working at it. If he's been real good to you, you give him more than ten percent. Don't be watching it either. <laughs> let me see how far do I go to this page to 46 So oh, we got a little bit okay so he says they promise more than they can deliver the devil's broke stupid disgusted he, you be like him you keep doing what we tell you do it your money they teach reincarnation Says, Having discussed at length the rituals and practice of Macumba spiritists, I asked Orlando to tell me something of their doctrines and teachings. He said they teach reincarnation. He himself had taught this doctrine, but when the Lord appeared to him, he knew immediately it was a lie. Isn't that merciful spiritists have taught nothing and knows nothing about basic truths or the plan of God, the future of the world, the return of Christ to this earth. They know nothing. About the Bible To the is Jesus Christ is simply On the le- level of Oxala or the big God is use this, these names Interchangeably so they use Oxala and Jesus as the Same person They also have Oxen Who is Mary the mother of Jesus They pray to her at rivers And waterfalls They ox- also have Oxol. Oxalophon, who is something like the Holy Spirit. Spiritists pray to Roman Catholic saints. For example, they pray to St. Anthony to protect their marriages. As they pray to St. George, the warrior God, to win their battles. I asked Arlindo if he ever felt that he was doing wrong or evil. He answered that he never felt he was doing wrong. That instead of he believed he was being persecuted. Persecuted. I turned to devils, to the devils for help. They would always speak to me and tell me when the police were searching for me as there are national laws against witchcraft. So he had devils that could get the popo off of him. I know a lot of people would like that. Huh? I mean, who wouldn't like that? (laughs) He said, I can look into a certain mirror until when the police were searching oh yeah mirror mirror all that listen folks where do you think they get that stuff from now granted I don't want y'all to get fanatical about looking in a mirror but don't quit looking either you know I'm gonna help you sometimes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> gotta make it clear Sometimes the devils would make distracting noises, which led police in another direction from where I was. See, if they want to keep you alive, long as they can use you, they'll keep you alive. When they're done with you. He says, in all my years as a witch doctor, I was never caught by the police. Arlindo, do you still have to resist these evil spirits? I asked as we concluded my interview. Yes, he said, I do. See, as a Christian, you always must resist the devil. He said, I had to resist him even though I'm a Christian. Sometimes the presence of these spirits annoy me and I have to beg Jesus to make them go away. So you can always call on the name of Jesus. You're never without help. He said, of course, the devils hate me now that I have deserted them. He said, I believe in the true God. He that is now within me is greater than he that is in the world. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Praise God. All right, we'll do our quiz now. We'll do it real quick. Ms. Nola, um, you take this side, and Miss Crystal, I'll let you take the other side. Even though you're sitting on this side, I don't have to walk far.